I want to acknowledge some of Michael and Kevin's co-workers actually here from CPS and probation. I see Mike Daly, the chief probation officer here in the back, and I see for the children's service, I see Kevin Lynch in the back row. Just want to thank you all for being here, supporting the family, and oh, I see my friend over in the corner as well. Is there a supervisor? How you doing? Jesse Coleman. I've known Jesse, I can't say all my life, but a long time. <laughs> known the Coleman family a really, really long time. I'll tell one story as I get started here. I don't even know if Michael remembers this. Michael was a kid down at the Manzanita Children's Center. And I was like a little kid working down there doing the summer projects. And Michael did something. And I think I hit him or did something. Michael went home and told his mama. (laughs) (laughs) Told his mama on me. Sister Fanny called up that school and gave gave them a few words. I'll just leave it there. (laughs) don't you ever have him touch my kid again (laughs) but that was little Mike Michael and I have worked together for for a while in the county as well as Kevin and some of the families that we work with uh, being a transportation worker would sometimes bring him to the office sometimes for visits had some meetings together but one of the things that I'm grateful for the Coleman family for is that their friendship and membership in the church. We're trying to get make sure that Michael stays faithful. <laughs> but one of the things that I'm grateful for is the family has been faithful. And even though Jesse, and I'll share a little bit later, um, came to the church, came two different times. Some years ago, Jesse used to come and sit right over there where Val Kamai and my sister was sitting, just used to sit right over there. And then... Prior to my dad passing, there was um, an event here. I think Evelyn asked for the, the Coleman's were celebrating. I'm not sure what number, what anniversary was that. Do you remember? It's, um, can't remember, but they had a special Coleman day, but also honored Fanny and Jesse. And ever since that day, Jesse started coming to church again every Sunday. But coming to church does not save you. It can be a great help, but being in the building does not mean you are saved. It requires more. Let me jump right into the message. I'm going to read a passage from the book of Matthew, chapter 20, the first 16 verses. I'll be reading from the ESV, the English Standard Version. This is what it says. For the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard after agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day. He sent them into his vineyard and going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. To them he said, you go into the vineyard too and whatever is right I will give you. So they went, going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour. He did the same. 
And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to the foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first. And the first last. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Pray that God you will be honored in this place. Thank you for the service thus far. All the participants, we give your name the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Point number one. The hiring of the workers, the hiring of the workers. Prior to Jesus giving this parable that we just read, Jesus continues in this chapter what he had just previously had been saying to the disciples in chapter 19. He had been explaining to them about how difficult it was for some to enter heaven. Jesus' answer to them prompted a question by the disciples, and it was Peter who spoke up and said, How then can a person be saved or come or get into the kingdom of heaven? And then Jesus told them, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. The continuation of what Jesus started in 19 leads to the parable in chapter 20 that we just looked at, that we just read. There are some people who consider work to be a curse. Some people. There are some people who want to be paid before they do any work. There are some people that say, I'm not going to go out until I can be assured that you're going to pay me what I deserve. But let me say this, work is a good thing. Jesse believed in working. He, he not only worked at the county for a number of years, but then he would take his weekends and work at the flea market. And as Brother Deacon Derek Hunt said, that he threatened to, to, to deflate a person who would not move his vehicle. The manager or the owner went out early in the morning and found people in the marketplace 
who are ready to work. Now, in Palestine, or in, the, the, in this time where Jesus lived, they had a 12-hour day. It was based on starting the day at 6 a.m., to 6 p.m. And so when it says that he went out at early in the day, it, it is speaking about that time would be 6 a.m. Some of you would just would have been hitting your snooze button and turning over and cursing the day. Why is it morning? The work day started for them early and they had to get out. Now when Jesus goes to, well, Jesus, when, this, when the manager goes out in the morning, he goes to the place where people are expected to work. They're looking for work. Now, there are some people who are not in the right place at the right time. There are some people today that will be every place else except where they ought to be. So it is a good thing that these men and these individuals are there in the marketplace. Now, as Jesus goes there, we note that he calls the first group and he says to them, I will pay you a denarius. Now, the denarius was a day's wage for a Roman soldier, for the day laborer, for the farmer. It was a fair wage. It was a wage that was expected or that one could be expected to receive. It is not, not like today when we think about it. Oftentimes when we look at wages today, we oftentimes compare back then as to what it is now. It was a fair wage. So there is a contract that we note with this first group that Jesus or that the owner, the manager, makes with these individuals. And they agree to go to his vineyard and to work for a denarius. Now there are three other groups that we see at Sit at 9 a.m., 12 noon, and 3 says at the third hour, the sixth hour, and the ninth hour. And we note that the manager tells them, I will pay you whatever is right. There is nothing that is stated about the amount. He just says, go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. It takes something where you can believe that a person is going to pay you what is right when there is no certain amount that's determined at the very beginning. When you go to find a job, you want to know well, what's the pay. You want to know what are the benefits. What can I expect to receive for doing this work, for doing this job? We're not even told how many laborers there are that went out. We are just told that there are laborers that were sent out. And in the three groups that we know now, the group that went at the third, the sixth, and the ninth, they go and they began to work. But then we also notice something else. We notice there has to be something about the character of this manager where he can be trusted to do what he says that he's going to do. You see, some people have a different track record. They tell you, I'm going to give you what you deserve. I'm going to pay you. But you say, oh, no, no, no. I know you. I, you need to pay me first or pay me half before I go out there because I know you don't pay me what you say you're going to pay me. So I'm not going until you give me some type of deposit. 
There are some people who just say, I'm not going to do that. And so, and so there is this group who says, I will go and I will agree to go and I will expect that whatever is right, you will pay. Then there is another time where the manager goes and then he goes, the Bible says, at the 11th hour. The 11th hour would be one hour before quitting time. Now in this this fifth group that he goes to and finds standing there, it is interesting that he says, why are you standing idle all day long at the 11th hour? And their reply says, no one has hired us. And the manager then says, you two go into the vineyard and work. Now, I know that when we think about someone standing out in the marketplace at the 11th hour, that pretty much you're not going to find any work. They can expect nobody to hire them, but they are there. They are there at a time. And, and here's the interesting thing. It doesn't even say why they weren't out there earlier. But the manager asks them, why have you been standing? What have you been doing all day? You see, there are some people who waste a lot of time. There are some people who should be out busy working, doing things, but they're not. But the group that is here at this 11th hour is also given work. One of the things that we note is that as they go to work, the manager goes goes about doing his regular business, whatever that might be. It is something that this manager takes the time to go out at different times of the day to find out who needs work. One of the things that I'm grateful and thankful about Jesse is that no matter what Jesse was doing the night before or the week before, Jesse got up in the morning and he went to work. You see, when you don't have something nor own something, you are dependent on somebody else to take care of you and to meet a need. The men that needed work, they were dependent on somebody else to help to meet the need. They didn't have the means to take care of themselves. There are sometimes people who think that they are entitled to certain things. Entitlements mean that you feel that you deserve something, oftentimes that you may not have worked for. You see, it, it's important to note that you really are at the mercy of people, and it is only by their grace and their mercy oftentimes that they are able to give you and to give you what you really don't deserve. And we find that this manager goes out and gives these individuals something that they didn't really deserve but that he was willing to do. Let me go to point number two, payment and responses. The owner of the vineyard, at the end of the day when these men had worked, He said, I want you to go call the men in, and I want you to pay them starting with the last. You see, when a person works, was working at this particular time, they would get paid on the same day that they finished the job. At the end of the day, they did the work, and they would come, and they would be paid. And the manager told his foreman, I want you to go pay the workers their wage. And when they came, starting with the one that came at the 11th hour, he received a denarius. 
The person that came then at the ninth hour, he received a denarius all the way down to the worker that started at the beginning of the day. Now, when it came to the workers that started at the very beginning they, and they were going to be paid, they thought that they were going to be paid more. And when they too received an denarius, the Bible said that they began to grumble. They began to complain about their pay. Why? Because they thought that they deserved more because of the other workers that came later. You see, when they went to work, it was only for the paycheck. When they went to work, it was, only, it was because they thought that they deserved it. You see, this, this, this matter of the others came and they, they were at the, they, they came and they received the grace and the mercy of the manager of the house. It wasn't that they really deserved the full day's wage, but they were dependent upon his grace and his mercy. When we think about this matter here, we think about this group that comes at the very end. And as they're grumbling, the manager tells them, friend, I've done you no wrong. Didn't we agree that at the beginning of the day, I would pay you a denarius? Isn't this what the terms were? If I want to be generous with, with what belongs to me, can't I do that? He says, friend, I've done you no wrong. Take your pay and go. Now, the interesting thing that we look at here is that when the manager pays them the money and gives them their pay, they all receive the same, even though others felt that they deserve more. When I think about Jesse coming at the 11th hour, Jesse wasn't one that grew up saved all of his life. I know that oftentimes people say that people grow up early, they get saved early, but, but, Je but, Jesse, but Jesse came to the Lord at the 11th hour. His, it was his daughter-in-law that, that spoke to him, and it was, it was her that helped lead him to the Lord at the 11th hour. It was that, that time when he was in the hospital, and, 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 it was, and, and the call came, has Jesse verbally accepted the Lord? And even though Jesse came to church, it was good. He sat in the, church, in the service, and even though he was here, there was no verbal admission that I remember hearing that, yes, I accept the Lord as Savior. But at the 11th hour, at the time when he was called by the owner, the time when the Lord allowed him the opportunity to respond, Jesse responded and accepted his pay. The pay that everyone, from the time, whether they were 10, 11, 12, getting saved, all up, received the same, which is salvation. You see, there's only one price that one can receive from the Lord on this side of eternity. You see, it is the blood of Christ that covers a multitude of sins. And when you think about what, what one thinks that they deserve, we don't deserve to be saved. 
We don't deserve God's mercy and his grace. We are at the mercy of the manager to give and to pay what is right. He says, I will pay you what is right. And so when we think about the pay that Jesse received, Jesse received salvation. He received the best gift that one could ever receive. And Jesse right now, even though he came at the 11th hour, he's now first because now he has departed this life and now he's with the Lord in glory. So Jesse has received the final payment at the 11th hour. You see, when we think about rewards, that's different than salvation. Yes, we're going to be saved, but there's going to be rewards for those who know the Lord later that the Lord himself will give. But on this side, one can't say, well, I've been saved all my life. I should get more. No, there's only one Lord. There's only one Savior. There's only one baptism. There's only one person that shed his blood to cover the sins of all that belong to him. There's only one who is able to do that, and that's Christ. And Jesse said yes to the Lord Jesus Christ. And today, Jesse, even if he could come back, would not want to come back now. He would say, no, I want you all to come to where I am. I want you to be able to have the opportunity and the chance to make it to the other side. When I think about the pay, when I think about the gift, it is nothing that you can really do or earn yourself. You don't have enough money to pay. There's not enough money in this world that you could give for your own soul. There's not enough money that you could make to pay for the gift that Christ gave. He came and he died on a cross for our sins. And as I conclude, I want to remind the family that even though the hours may be long and the times may be difficult ahead, I want you to rest assured that, yes, even though Jesse said no, Kevin, when you were growing up, he saw some things down the road that he was trying to keep you from getting into. And even though you actually beat your dad in the church and came to the Lord prior to, he also has made it in. He also, Fanny, has been an answer to your prayers over the years. When you prayed for Jesse many, many years, no long nights praying that he would come to church with you. And he began to come and sat right with you on that back row and then made that further commitment to accept the Lord. Over 50 years is a long time. But note that your prayers have been answered. Jesse has received his final payment at the 11th hour. Michael and Kevin, family, I know that you love your mom, but I know one of the things that would be just so pleasing to her is just to see you all be faithful in your service 
unto the Almighty God. Remember that the body loves you, supports you. And even when times get hard down the road and the hours come when you will be crying and nobody is there, remember this, that the Lord is only a whisper away. He's right there. And even when the calls stop, the letters stop, note that God is there and he has answered the prayers at the 11th hour. God bless you.